welcome to Around the League, and I'm sure that for all of you that listened to last week's episode, you are... You've been waiting for the answer to the trivia question, and so here it is. The question was, aside from this year, have the Baltimore Ravens and the San Francisco 49ers, have they been one seeds in the same season? And the answer is yes, and it was actually very recent. It was in 2019, so it was true. Um, so... Yes, yes, it did happen, and um, they will be in action on Sunday, but we'll get a little bit more into that a little bit later on. Um, We're going to start it in the MLB. Josh Hader signs to a five-year, $95 million deal with the Astros, so Astros getting some more... um, know top tier relievers in their bullpen now they got ryan presley too along with josh Hader, so that should be a good duo in the bullpen for the astros and you know they're, they're really trying to win a championship now they don't have a super great farm system so um you know they're just really trying to capitalize on the good roster that they have right now and just trying to go after that world series win and then the Dodgers once again signed one of the top free agents, Teoscar Hernandez, to a one-year, $23.5 million deal. So the Dodgers just won't stop, you know, getting these top guys. And, you know, I think I've said a thing before with the hot dogs at Dodger Stadium, but whenever the Dodgers go on the road this season, I think they're going to have to be staying at, like, the Motel 6 or something because... They're spending so much money on free agents, you know, so um, that is, it's crazy. It's crazy to follow the offseason and just see all these guys that the Dodgers are picking up. So a lot of pressure on them to perform well in the season. And then into getting into the college sports with the rankings at number one, a new number one team for, um, for a while UConn is at number one at number two this was a very tough decision between Kansas and Purdue they both have two losses um but then they've both played very good teams they've had very good wins I put Kansas at number two just to kind of switch things up a little bit just to switch them up um because you know I I try to not be super similar to the AP poll. Obviously, I'm not going to put in, you know, Auburn at number two. But, you know, I I try to be a little bit different. And so I'm putting Kansas at number two, I think. And Purdue's at three. I think you can definitely flip-flop them however you want. They're both very good teams. And I think that they should do pretty good in this year's March Madness tournament. They're two very good teams. And, you know, it's just... You know, just watching them play in the in their conferences should be should be fun to watch and to see how they fare in conference play. And at number four is Houston. They were undefeated, but um, they have they have since since lost. And then UNC is at number five. Really, they were the only team that really 
didn't do that do that bad with Kansas, Purdue, and Houston all losing in the past, past week or two. So um, they jump up a couple spots. At number six is Kentucky. Seven is Tennessee. They are a four-loss team, but they have had some very tough opponents, and they've had some pretty good wins. At number eight is Memphis. Really fun to watch them play. Number nine is Duke, and ten is Wisconsin. 11 is Arizona, the former number one overall team. But since then, they have they have struggled to kind of get, get a grip again. At number 12 is Auburn, 13, Illinois, 14, Baylor. They were undefeated um, pretty far into the season, but since struggled a little bit. At number 15 is Oklahoma, 16 is Utah State, 17 is Creighton, 18 is TCU, 19 is Marquette, 20 is Seton Hall, and I honestly don't know how they were not in the AP poll. Um, they've beaten UConn, they've beaten, I believe they beat Marquette, um, they've beat a lot of of very good teams in conference play so it's been fun fun to watch them and fun to watch you know who it's kind of like who's who's seen hall gonna upset this week so that's that's kind of cool and then at number 21 is dayton 22 is st john's 23 is colorado state 24 is san diego state and at the 25 is grand canyon so getting a little bit more into college basketball with um, with some games from the past week. Illinois beat Michigan State 71-68. to um, Wisconsin handled Northwestern 71-63. to Creighton pulled out a win versus St. John's 66-65 to in a tight one. Kansas handled Oklahoma 78-66 to in a top 10 showdown. Texas A&M upset Kentucky 97-92 in overtime. TCU upset Houston 68-67. Washington State upset Arizona 73-70. Maryland upset Illinois 76-67. Marquette bounced back versus Villanova 87-74 after a couple of recent losses. Penn State upset Wisconsin 87-83. Purdue beat Indiana 87-66. Kansas State upset Baylor 68-64 in overtime. UConn handled Creighton 62-48. And University of Central Florida, or South Florida, sorry, upset Memphis 74-73. So just, once again, lots, lots of upsets in college basketball some matchups to watch for this coming week um some big east action we have marquette versus st john's and creighton versus seton hall two very exciting games and then over in the sec alabama versus tennessee in the big 12 iowa state versus tcu and in the big 10 northwestern versus illinois so some exciting games to tune into into the weekend and throughout next week um in the nba the pacers 
traded for Pascal Siakam from the Raptors. So with Tyrese Halliburton out for a little bit, and once he gets backed in, I think this is a huge trade for the Pacers. And he, Pascal, he's a very good player, so that that will add a lot to their roster. One of the top teams in the East this year, so. Um, it adds a lot, and especially with Tyrese Halliburton being out, um, you know, not for the whole season, but uh, with a injury currently, that should definitely help them out a lot. Um, the Nuggets will play the Celtics tonight, Friday night. Uh, it'll be Jokic versus Tatum is what everyone is excited to watch. Uh, two front runners in the All-Star voting. Um... Yeah, the all-star voting is going on right now. So, um, lots, lots of good players to pick. I mean, it, it's, it's a tough, it's a tough race, especially, um, with, in the West, um, you know, in the back, in the back court, you have SGA, who obviously, he's, he's going to get in, but then, you know, you got two, two players, and you can either go Luka Doncic or Anthony Edwards. Obviously, you can pick from more players, but that's kind of where I would be at. And that's pretty tough because Luka, you know, he's a great player. But Anthony Edwards is just, he's young. He's super fun to watch. You know, he makes highlight reel dunks, it seems like, every game. And he's a very good player. So, for me, that'd be tough. I would say maybe putting Anthony Edwards in over Doncic with SGA and Edwards. I think that would be really fun to watch. But uh, we'll just we'll just have to see what what it looks like when the voting is over. The Pistons get their fourth win of the season versus the Wizards. They are now four and thirty-seven. So not not a great season for the Pistons. We'll just we'll just leave it at that. Not not a great season. In the NFL, I'm sure you guys are all invested into the playoffs right now. Um, some scores from last weekend. The Texans blew out the Browns 45-14. to Cleveland's defense, one of the top defenses in the NFL this season, just didn't really show up and allowed 45 points, which is, which is huge to C.J. Stroud and the Texans' offense. The Chiefs handled the Dolphins 26-7 in the fourth coldest game in NFL history. So that is behind the, um, the Seahawks and the Vikings in a divisional playoff game a couple years ago. And then at number two was the Bengals and the Chargers in the freezer bowl i believe that's what they called it and then at number one was the ice bowl between the packers and the cowboys and speaking of the packers and the cowboys they faced off another time in the playoffs and the packers came out on top 48 to 32 in a massive upset um people were questioning mike mccarthy's future with the team but he announced today that he will be returning to the Cowboys for a fifth season in Dallas. The Lions won their first playoff game since 1992 with a win over the Rams. They are now going to play the Buccaneers who beat the Eagles 32 to nine. 
And then the Bills beat the Steelers 31-17 after the game had to be moved back a day because of a massive snowstorm that moved through Buffalo. Um, And fans came in to um, shovel out the seats. It It was, there was a lot of snow. There was a lot of snow in Buffalo. Um, so the matchups this weekend, the Packers versus the 49ers in the NFC, that was Saturday night, and the Ravens versus the Texans Saturday afternoon, the Lions versus the Bucks Sunday afternoon, and then the Bills versus the Chiefs Sunday evening. So um, some predictions for those games. I think, you know, most people are going with the 49ers here, obviously. And it's not just because I'm a Packers fan, but one, it'd be super cool if the Packers beat the 49ers because it would be a massive upset. And number two, they have all the momentum in the world in their favor right now. They beat Chicago to get into the playoffs. It was a winning in and against a divisional rival, biggest rivalry in the NFL. They won that game. They go into Dallas and they blow out the 49ers, or the Cowboys, sorry, on the road. And Brock Purdy and Christian McCaffrey haven't played since week 17. Now, I know, you know, they did this for a reason that, you know, they rested them. Now they can be fresh for the playoffs. But I just think with all the Packers' momentum that they have going their way right now, They've been playing their best football this year, and so I think that should be a better game than people think, and I think the Packers are going to pull it out uh, in a close one. And then between the Ravens and the Texans, I'm going with the Ravens. Super good team. Always fun to watch Lamar Jackson play. So I think that uh, the Ravens will take care of business versus the Texans. The Lions versus the Buccaneers. I think the Lions are going to win this one. The Buccaneers looked very good against the Eagles, but Lions just have such such a good team this year that I think I, I would be very surprised if the Buccaneers won that one. And then the Bills versus the Chiefs. This might be the best game this weekend. I think it is. The Bills finally get home field advantage against the Chiefs. They've played them multiple times over the past couple of seasons in the playoffs and I think they've all if not only one or two have been in Kansas City so Bills get home field advantage here it's not going to be the weather the weather's not going to be a huge factor in it like it was when the Chiefs you know um because the Chiefs are used to this they beat the Dolphins in very cold temperatures so I don't think the weather is going to be a factor. I think that's going to be a very good game. I think Josh Allen is going to make us all rethink who we think is going to win the MVP. Currently, my pick would be Lamar Jackson. But I think he's going to have one of his best performances of his career. And he's going to lead the Bills to a win versus the Chiefs. And then in the NFC Championship, I think even with the Packers, I, I, I just don't know, you know. It's it's going to be tough. It's going to be tough. I think that the as as hard as it is for me to do this, um I might I might have to go Lions. I just don't know. I think it'd be I think it'd be as cool as it would be for the Packers to 
to um to get into the Super Bowl with this young team. I think that, you know, the upset train is going to run out of steam and I think that the Lions are going to win and I think the Ravens are going to beat the Bills in a very good game. And so Lions and the Ravens in the Super Bowl, I think the Ravens are going to win it. But those are just my predictions for the playoffs. Um definitely not going to be all right, but just uh just kind of doing it doing it for fun. And then the Raiders are keeping Antonio Pierce as their head coach, which I think is a very good move for them. Uh so that is all I have, but today's trivia is going to be um a question about college basketball. So when was the last time UConn was number 1 in the nation? And once again, um Trivia question for this week. When was the last time UConn was number one? So they just became number one in this week's rankings. So, um, you know, think about that one and we'll get the answer to you in next week's episode. Uh, Sorry that it's on a Friday, but, you know, just getting busy. But, you know, only one day late. So at least least we got one this week. So um, thank you for listening. As always, I hope you enjoyed it and we'll see you next time on Around the League.